0: The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I love mixing it up by betting against the spread taking the over on Giannis's points every chance I get, and more exclusive bets like the 2x3, 2-3 three, three scored in the first three minutes. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine bets like those for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com bluewire. That's fanduel.com bluewire to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Virginia.
1: You know... Autopilot was a setting created for airplanes, not human beings. And we are not supposed to live our lives on autopilot. And if there's a dream that exists within any single one of us, like who are you to not believe that it's possible? Who are we to not go after it? To to think that you know we're not worthy of it because we are, and it's there for a reason and we are worthy. Welcome back to the very best self podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown, and I have Suzanne Adams on the podcast today. You guys, she is the author of three books. She is a TEDx speaker. She is a best selling author, life coach. She specializes in professional development and leadership. And her most recent book is called Quantum Vibes, seven tools to raise your energy and manifest the life that you want. So. She is right up our alley and this conversation is going to blow your mind. I have had a lot of people on this podcast and we've talked a lot about manifesting your dream life and how exactly to do that. But I love Suzanne's approach to manifesting your dream life through the energy that you are bringing to the table and how to kind of really harness your energy because everything is just. And energy, energy based, energy vibes, and like we are attracting things all of the time simply through our energy, which is like kind of crazy to think about. So I want to say, you know, you can follow her on Instagram. She is at Suzanne S U Z A N N E Adams Inc. So at Suzanne Adams Inc., you can follow her on Instagram, um, and she's like always posting, you know, manifestation tips and tricks and hacks and how to live your best life kind of, kind of thing. But anyways, without further ado, let's get all the way into it. Here we go, guys. Welcome back to the very best self podcast. You guys, I am amped. I am so excited to have Suzanne Adams on today. She is from what I can see and from what I know about you, you're a girl after my own heart in terms of the manifestation queen, harnessing your energy, making your dream life come true and actually happen. Uh, and you're kind of just someone who has taken that by life by the horns and like teaches other people how to do the same. And so that is the language that I speak. And I feel like also the language of the people who listen to this podcast and what they're into. So I'm so pumped to have this conversation with you and to have you on today.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here and so excited. And same, I was looking at your Instagram and I was like, "Ah, what an amazing story. And I'm so
1: excited to learn more about you too. Yes. I mean, I feel like we have to start right now with like where you're at in your life and what's like the biggest topical thing for you, which is your brand new book. So congratulations on that. It is quantum vibes, seven tools to raise your energy and manifest the life that you want. There she is. What a gorgeous (laughs) cover. Congratulations. Isn't
2: it? Uh, thank you. I just got the first copy last week. I had been in Europe for two weeks adventuring, and I got home and this was waiting for me. So it felt so special to just hold it, hold it in my hands and feel the energy. And yes, this is this is very on the forefront of, of my mind and my brand and everything I'm talking about because honestly, I believe in possibility and I believe that. If you can dream it, you can create it. And we don't live in a world that promotes that. We live in a world that tells us to dumb down our genius. That tells us that's not going to be possible. That tells you to be realistic. That tells you to to get out of the you know get out of the clouds. And I'm telling you to get into the clouds <laughs> to really right. you know like dream. Give yourself permission to dream. And you know I believe that our energy is the most underutilized asset that we have that the human species doesn't understand the the superpower that we carry around with us every single day and that is our energy and how to use it and then there are a lot of different nuances to that right so there's the mindset there's the stories there's the vibration the frequency that you carry but we all have something very powerful that every single one of us has the same amount of And that's our energy, our life force energy and what we do with it and how we channel it and how we choose to use it and where we choose to plug in truly creates our life. So yes, all of that inside of my book is I have seven tools where I wrap up exactly what you need to do to become an energetic match to attract big wild dreams. And I am so excited to share this with the world.
1: Wow, an energetic match to attract big dreams. Mm -hmm. I love that. So how do we know if our energy is off and 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 how do we get our energy in alignment?
2: Well, if you're human, your energy is going to be off, right? Like it goes up and down. And I think that this is where so many people get it wrong is they think that they have to be on all of the time. And they think that there's high vibes and there's low vibes. And, and I teach a lot in my TEDx, I talked about the vibration scale, you know, where you can There's there's measurements of different frequencies. And so that's a little bit of a different conversation. But but the conversation that I want to bring to to you and your guests is you can be an energetic match to to big wild dreams and still have some shame and still have some grief and still have some fear, it's just not the dominant vibration. And you understand how to alchemize those feelings with love and how to let them all in, but it's Mm -hmm. not your dominant vibration. So you asked, how do you know if your energy is off? So there's your energy being off, which means your dominant vibration is like, you're plugged into the doubt. You're letting the, the pieces of you that are in the, the, I, I talk about the density, you know, like it's the mm. denser pieces of you, the pieces that don't feel as good, the, the, the cute little mind that's telling you like, uh-uh. who do you think you are to be dreaming those big dreams? Like you're letting that piece of you drive. You feel like deflated. You feel um, you just feel off. That's how you know if your energy is, is off per se. And then there is stumbling out of alignment for a moment or, Having a moment where you don't believe that you can really do it, and I have these all of the time. Of course, time. we all do, right? Right. It's it's part of the human journey. And so, what I want to say is, you can have all of the emotions. You can be all up and down the the hurts vibration scale. You can you can feel mad. You can feel angry. You can feel deflated. You can feel frustrated. But are you living there, or are you letting letting yourself feel? And inviting in that higher wisest piece of you that ultimately knows that big wild dreams and abundance and success and so much flow and happiness and love are really your birthright? Are you letting that piece drive while holding the other pieces of you or not? That was kind of a very long-winded answer to your question, but does it make sense?
1: It makes perfect sense. It absolutely makes sense. I mean, I think for me, I want to get into, you know, manifestation, um, because I think for me and the way that I view it and the way that I see it is it's almost like that saying where people are like, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. And what I mean by that is that you don't always need proof that everything is going to work out. You don't always need, and you most of the time we probably aren't going to get that proof that we're seeking, right? So there's so much faith and there's so much trust. And I think if we just keep showing up and if we just keep doing the work and we, quote unquote, as I say, stay ready, as in just put in the work and continue to be consistent towards the things that we want, even if it doesn't look like right now that it's possible, I think the universe conspires. And I think the universe things, the landscape starts to change and the landscape starts to, to things begin to shift and move in a way that makes things happen that you maybe never thought were possible for you or for your life. And I think that's the biggest piece for me anyway. I don't know how you feel about that, but you just have to, that faith and that trust is what manifestation really is the backbone of manifestation is just knowing that the landscape can change. Absolutely.
2: And plugging in energetically. So that's the energetics behind it. As you plug in energetically, you, you, you pull your energy back into your body. You plug in energetically to where you want to go, regardless of what's happening around you. And when you hold the vibration long enough, you are an energetic match for where you want to go. It's just, you do, you have to search for evidence in others, if you, you don't have it for yourself, who has proven that your dreams come true, can come, come true, or do you have the faith deep enough inside of you that you can plug into it knowing no matter what? So yes, I agree with all of that.
1: Yeah. You know, just like on a personal note, you know, I was, I celebrated yesterday uh, being promoted at work. And so it's the highest possible level that you can reach, you know, at Soul Cycle. And, you know, so I'm, I guess it's really top of mind right now because it, I, I feel like there's a, a huge part of me that manifested this. Of course, I worked really hard. And of course, I, I did it because it happened because I, I think like I take time to connect with human beings, but it's on the forefront of my mind right now because it's so fresh. And I'm just like, I think about who I was before the pandemic. And there were days when I was like, You know, I just moved to New York City and the way that SoulCycle works is um, basically I had to start over from the very bottom. And so I was like, I couldn't believe that when I had learned this, you know, I had left, you know, a market prior to that where I was at the top of my game and, and I should have received the promotion then. But I left before the promotion period happened. So then I found out as I got to New York City and I was, nobody knew who I was necessarily, you know, maybe some people off social media, but there were already so many big names in the market and there was, you know, all the good time slots were taken, which is a very important thing in this, in that, in this whole cycle world. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the 6.30 PMs, the 7 AMs, they were all taken. All the spots were filled. All of the best instructors have been there for 10, 15 years, all in the same city. And there just wasn't room, it felt like, or space for someone like me to come in and really succeed and to learn that I had to not, that basically, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about SoulCycle, but, you know, to realize that I was going to have to rebuild it from the very, very, very bottom, that mm-hmm. nothing I did prior mattered really anymore. It was a complete wipe clean of the slate. So I was going to have to climb from the bottom all the way to the top. And there was so much of me that felt like I could never do that. I would never get there. And, you know, I I wanted to give up. And I was like, you know, maybe I'll just stay where I am at, you know, this level that I'm at now. And that's just going to be as good as it gets for me. But that's just not in my DNA. (laughs) So, you know, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to show up every time. I'm going to do my best every single time. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to try to connect to people. And there's no proof right now that it's ever going to get there, that it's ever going to happen. And that's okay. I have to be okay with that. And then lo and behold, the entire landscape changed. The pandemic happened. The at the Soul Cycle at home bike happened. And you know, we got back from the pandemic and and a lot of instructors had left the company. New t- you know, the good the time slots were open at the studios I wanted to be at, the universe conspired, everything opened up. And then I was able, because I had been working so hard up until that point to kind of step into this space where I was like able to receive the dream that I hadn't been manifesting for so long. And I think that applies to anybody in any field, in any market, in any business, in any any dream that you have. If you work hard enough and you manifest it and you believe in your heart that it can happen, the landscape changes to conspire to make that happen for you. I, I don't, I really believe that. Absolutely. First of all, congratulations. And thank
2: you for sharing that story. I'm celebrating you so much and so big. And you know what I love about what you've said is you were you were in a space and place where you were at the top of your game ready for the next thing. But what you did was you put yourself in alignment with your desire. So you were somewhere and there was a little bit of a misalignment because you had done all the, the quote unquote things, but it didn't feel, you know, the, your heart wasn't bursting, if you will. And so then you go and, and you step into the soul cycle and you feel like you're at the bottom of this mountain, but you you held the energetics and you, you plugged in with an unwavering intention and, and you went and you did it and you did all the other things. And so you were actually way more of an energetic match than you even realized, you know, and then you had this quantum leap into this the, t- the highest level you can get very quickly. So I love that story. And that's a perfect example of of using energetics to manifest. And, and I love it. And I'm so happy for you.
1: <laughs> thanks. And thanks for, I just was like, I got to share the story, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so, so back to your incredible book. Um, I want to know what are these seven tools, or if you want to share just a couple of your favorite seven tools for raising your energy, harnessing your power and manifesting your dream life, which is like the most incredible sentence literally ever. Um, so if you want to share just a couple of your favorites or all seven or whatever you, you know, feels yeah. good today.
2: I would love to share just a couple because I don't want to, I don't want to give it all give away. It all away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, this book is,
2: it's really a rally ca- rally cry for people to align their life with their soul and for people mm-hmm. to understand energy and energetics and how to use it. And so just a little bit of the backstory about me and how I got here and, and what brought yes, me to sure. these learnings. Yes. As I spent so much of my life searching, searching for feeling, looking for validation, wanting to be wanting to feel filled up and nothing was working. And so, I mean, I had searched through romantic relationships through career achievements through shopping, <laughs> you know, through all of these things. And, and I found myself in 2013 in this moment where I wasn't sure that I wanted to breathe. It was like I had always been like a quasi happy person. And I say quasi because it was very surface level, meaning it was like this bubbly little girl that that was happy. But there wasn't a lot of depth. And My soul was calling for more, but I didn't want to hear it. And I had a lot of pain that had been unresolved because I wasn't willing to sit with it. And all of that put me in this depression mode. And all of these feelings and all of this stuff started like bubbling up to the surface. And it felt horrible. It felt like so uncomfortable. My whole body was tense and I didn't like it. And so I did what I knew how to do, which was to have a glass of wine to take the edge off. And so I'd have a glass of wine so I wouldn't have to feel. And then one glass of wine would be like, I can breathe. Mm -hmm. So then I'd have another one. (laughs) I would have a second glass of wine. And and two, usually, honestly, did it. Just enough. It wasn't an alcohol addiction. It was a, a numbing, a coping mechanism. And then we all have different ways that we do this through Netflix series, you know, through being busy, being busy, which is Mm -hmm. what a lot of people use um, through numbing out with, with low density entertainment, you know, plugging ourselves into the news, doing, you know, be doing anything we can do to stay unaware. And so for me, where my soul was at and where the calling was so strong, the only thing I knew to do was to, was to numb. So I did that every day for about a few months. And it, it didn't, it didn't even feel that weird. Like, like in hindsight, like I I didn't think, I didn't realize I was depressed. It was just like, I was taking a glass of wine to have the, take a glass of wine to, excuse me, having a glass of wine to take the edge off every day. It felt normal. And because people did that. And I did it, like I waited till five o'clock because in my mind, if I waited till five o'clock, it felt like, you know, it was just like a, a normal thing that people do. A couple of months went by and I started to feel worse and feel worse and feel worse. And I realized that like, this is not the way that I wanted to live my life. And I had this, what I call a quantum moment. So Mm -hmm. I write it in the book, Quantum Vibes about quantum moments. And what a quantum moment is, it's a moment in time, like a where everything changes. It's like a blink, Mm -hmm. like a lightning bolt almost in your life. And we all have at least one. And many of us have several, but it's a quantum moment. It's that turning point, that moment in time where it's like a line in the sand and everything changed. And this was that for me. It was my first quantum, like real quantum moment that at least I'm aware of. And I was sitting on the sofa and I was staring at the clock and it was like 4.59, 4.59, 4.59, 4.59. And I swear there was divine intervention because it was like legitimately a 10 minute 459. And it was long enough that it made me sit. It made me sit and listen with the voice in the pit of my stomach in a way that I never had before. And all of a sudden, it was like this loud voice erupted inside of me. And it was like, girl. You are meant for so much more than what you're experiencing. You are meant for so much more than what you're experiencing. And it just hit me. It hit me in my core and I fell to my knees and tears came streaming down my face. And I just remember looking up and praying and be like, I am not willing to live like this anymore. Show me the way I will do whatever it takes. And it was like that opening in my energy. And it was like a, a, that quantum into, into this place of alignment with my heart and soul was it, that was all I needed. And it was like, boom, I got up, I went into the kitchen, I took the wine bottles, I threw them in the trash. And all of a sudden I started searching for personal development. I started searching for podcasts that would inspire me, books that would inspire me. I became a retreat junkie. I started learning about energy. I started learning about happiness. I started learning about self-love. I started my intuition popped wide open. And to be honest, it was a little scary for me at first because I didn't know what it was or or how to handle it or, or what to do with it, but I learned. And so it was like all of these things added up. It gave me something new to be passionate about. And it was like, I became alive and awake for the first time and uh, the feeling that i had been searching for i was finding it was it was that it was inside of me it was it was in this connection with what was inside of me and following life in a new way and a new path and it was amazing you know i started to feel happy i started to i became a coach i wrote my first book i started hosting my own retreats i started speaking on stages and then here we are almost a decade later and I truly am living a life that blows my mind. Now, do I still have big dreams that I'm going after? Yes. <laughs> Are there still things that I desire? Absolutely. Am I, you know, stepping up my game each step of the way? Yes. But I can say that I, I love myself. I'm filled up from the inside out. I wake up the most beautiful ocean view and I have it every day for three years. These are dreams that felt like they never would have come through. My TEDx has reached over 2.5 million people. It's a 16 minute conversation. I know it's so big, a 16 minute conversation about frequency and energy and creating a layman conversation a mainstream conversation about energy. And it's all a dream. And so the really the backbone of quantum vibes is about how can you come into alignment with your soul how can you close down the voices that are telling you that you can't how can you open up your energy to new possibilities how can you create and expand your awareness so that you're having more quantum moments how can you plug into this field of infinite possibilities so that you just become an energetic match and dreams fall in your lap that literally will blow your mind that is the premise that is that is everything i have to say and i think that that's- That's the perfect, the perfect way to leave it right here.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. And your passion, it just bleeds through. I mean, I, I love it and I adore it. Um, and I think it's, it's necessary. And I think I, the passion comes from the fact that like, and I'm with you on this, I'm I'm on the same, I'm on the same line. I'm I'm so with you is like your dream life is actually possible. We just have to be willing to wake up and choose it. And so many people go through life. You know, my, uh, I've talked about it before on the podcast, but my grandfather was a big source of inspiration for me and he built airplanes. And so when I say built airplanes, he built four in his lifetime and he started them out in his basement and he would fly them in the air. Like it was insane. He was one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met in my life. And you know, I always go back to this, this idea that, you know, autopilot was a setting created for airplanes, not human beings. And we are not supposed to live our lives on autopilot. And if there's a dream that exists within any single one of us, like, who are you to not believe that it's possible? Who are we to not go after it, to, to think that, you know, we're not worthy of it because we are, and it's there for a reason and we are worthy. You just hit the
2: nail on the head right there. The worthiness piece, that's where so many of us back down because it is the it's the voices of, of who am I or, you know, can I dream that big or what are other people are going to think or, or how can I hold that frequency of worthiness and walk in the circles that I've been in and walk in the relationship that I'm in and share with my family that these are my big dreams. And so, you know, another piece of this where where many people back down is. That turning point of where you have to be willing to sit in the fire of what's uncomfortable and sit in the fire of the old programs that you have been carrying and sit in the fire of the judgment of yourself and of others and be able to come out on the other side of it. And I will say um, in my book, Quantum Vibes, there's an entire workbook section where there's exercises that have taken me through, that have taken my clients through. And that was something that I did in this book that's unique is there's a whole workbook section at the end to help you get through those places. You know, when I worked with clients, this is where that we've done the deep transformational work that helps you to blink and the manifestations come because it's all rah-rah to talk about plugging into the energy and I do it all the time. And we have to be willing to also be like, you know, okay. So what's the story coming up? What's the feeling coming up? And can I sit with it and be with it? Which is what I was talking about in the beginning. And there's, there's exercises that can help us collapse time and, and go where we want to go a little bit faster.
1: I love that. I mean, listen, it's all rah, rah until it's real. Yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I feel like people who have this kind of not <laughs> negative opinion, but maybe like hesitant opinion, and like, oh, this is so hippy-dippy rah rah woo-woo, and it's too out there for me or too extreme for me. I feel like I feel like that's kind of like just like a thing we tell ourselves, because it sounds scary or weird to be like, well, what if I dip a toe in that pond? Yeah. What if I what if I try that out? What if I like actually You know, ask myself the hard questions and say, like, you know, am I living a life that that fulfills me? Am I living a life that fills me up? And and you know, I I like that you mentioned, you know, are you willing to sit in the fire of other people's opinions? Because a lot of times, there's you know that popular quote, which is like, sometimes your new life is going to cost you your old one, and that's scary because we like what's comfortable. Comfortable is good. Comfortable is something we know it's safe. Um, comfortable is like a weighted blanket though. It'll keep you exactly where you are. Yes.
2: And And you can't stay there. Well, and dreams don't, dreams don't vibrate at the same frequency as comfortability. Ooh,
1: (laughs) just got a new quote, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) The the golden nuggets that have been dropped in the very short time this conversation has been going on. I'm like, man, I, I just, I'm like, I love her guys. I love her.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So don't. And, you know, I do think it's I, I loved what you said about the hard questions of, of is life lighting me up? Because we that shouldn't be a hard question. But in the society, and the world that we live in, it is because we're conditioned to to really adhere to someone else's agenda. Of, of what our life should look like. And that's not what it's supposed to be like. Life is supposed to be fun and rich and rewarding and relationships are supposed to be meaningful. And we're supposed to be able to express ourselves in ways that feel good. And so more and more and more people are doing that, which is amazing. And I I really do believe we are transitioning to where this is becoming a mainstream conversation to where it is becoming you know, more and more, quote-unquote popular acceptable but that's not even what matters what matters is is the fulfillment what I wanted to say earlier you were saying something and it triggered in my mind was I remember when I first started learning about energy and I remember like being like wait a second this is too easy if we'll go we'll go woo-woo can we go woo-woo for a moment is that okay okay so like Even just like an energy clearing of like a golden bath light with your body in the shower, you know, like even just imagining that because that is important. I've meditated every day for eight years. May 11th was eight years that I've meditated every day. And even just something as simple as like a golden visualization down your body, like a body scan with this beautiful like sunlight. And I'm like, wait a second. That's it. Like, why, why isn't this a first grade exercise <laughs> that we're teaching right. everyone? And like, what, what's your life purpose? Like, what makes you happy? What are you naturally good at? Okay. Here's a sun visualization. That's going to help you feel connected to your heart and to your higher power. Like these little things that if we could start teaching in schools, would change the world, you
1: know, but we don't do them. It's crazy. It's is the truth because I I did a meditation this morning where it was, you know, begin at the bottom of your feet and, uh, you know, visualize a gold or, um, a white light, you know, at the center, uh, the soles of your feet, and then it Mm -hmm. travels all the way up to the the top of your head. But it's crazy because when you'd actually do visualize that you feel like a tingling sensation kind of like in your toes and in your soles of your feet and in your heels and your ankles, Mm -hmm. and then all the way up to the crown of your head and I mean maybe even I feel like I even feel that just saying those words out, out loud right now and so yes, it yeah. is that's such an incredible I mean I'm a huge meditator as well so it's such an incredible way to like feel connected to yourself um but I feel like the more that we carve time out of out of our days and it doesn't even have to be that long the more that we carve time out of our day to just connect with ourselves and like be in our bodies and ask ourselves questions I feel like it's monumental to how quickly we can experience change on a vast scale, hundred crazy change. Yes, totally. Completely agree. And it's, it's about also like the more connected you are to yourself, the more courage you have to like, listen to the voice within you that'll tell you like, Okay, it's time to leave this relationship. It's time to quit this job. It's time to move to a new city. These big, big, big life changes that we ruminate on that we can't figure out, that we can't decide upon. They're like, what's the right way to go? Um, and all the way down to the little ones where it's like, you know, well, you know, I can't even think of an example, but to the little stuff, you know, which I would <laughs> like today? I what know. to have for breakfast. <laughs> yes, down to the little things. It's like. All of this decision making, this ruminating that we do where we go back and forth and we can't decide and we can't you know figure it out, it all like all of that gets cut in half, I think, because you just know yourself better. So you know you trust yourself more. When you know yourself better, you trust yourself more. When you trust yourself more, you can make decisions you know a little bit more quickly. And when you can make decisions quickly, then you can make moves quicker and life just starts to happen for you in a different speed in a different velocity.
2: A different landscape, like you were saying, when, when that's more in alignment with your heart and soul and something bigger than you is driving. And that is really the juice and the magic of life.
1: Right. Exactly. So you do, you've done TEDx talks, you've got a couple books out now. I think you said, um, you have three books, right? Well, I have
2: three, but so girl awakened is a second book. There's a the mm-hmm. first, second, first book, but it's a long story. The first book was called Musings of an Earth Angel and Girl Awakened is that reimagined. So this is Got like it. an upgraded version. So the first two books were kind of the same thing. These were self-published and then this one Quantum Vibes is was with a publisher. So Girl Awakened was it was like a uh like a download for me. So when I first had my awakening kind of going back to around 2013 So early 2014, I was on this, like, spiritual self-actualization path, right? And I was learning about life purpose, and I was like, like, again, why isn't this taught in elementary school, like, like, life purpose, the purpose of your life, like, this is kind of important. We should be not, I shouldn't be at this point in life, like just hearing this phrase, you know, and right. maybe I'd heard it, but didn't hear it before. That's of course possible. So I remember praying, um, like to be shown, show me, I want to, I want to be shown my life purpose, showing my life purpose, or I would set that intention before a meditation and sit in meditation, you know, like ready for it to just like a memo to be like, your life purpose is, do, 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 do,
1: (laughs) there you go,
2: you know, and that wasn't happening, and so I was, I teach people to, if you're looking for your purpose, or your next evolution of your purpose, because there's always a next evolution, and a next iteration, as long as we're growing, we're growing, right, so I was, um, it, it will come to you if you're clearing your channel through meditation you're clearing your channel through the the energetic visualizations and you're setting the intention and you're opening it will come so it'll come in a time when you're opening you're not expecting it so for me i was out on a jog it was i was living in atlanta georgia at the time and it was about 70 you know or low 70s which there is cool here in laguna beach that's considered hot so it kind of depends where you are but it was like perfect temperature and i was out for a jog and i will just never forget it was like my feet were pounding on the the pavement and all of a sudden it was like boom boom my whole body froze and this just like brrr, you know some people call it a download. it just like came into my body and I had this visualization and it was like, the world is getting ready to awaken and your story is going to help them. You're going to write a book. And this is going to be a book about a girl who travels the world. And it's like a soul retrieval. And she's learns about self-love and she learns about angelic communication and she learns about all of these things in which the world is moving. And it's going to be like, the book is like a parallel to the awakenings that's happening in the world. And one day it's going to be on the screen and it's going to be a trilogy. it's going to be like twilight or like hunger games, but it's going to have, have so much purpose and it's going to shift consciousness in a fun and magical way. People that are spiritual are going to love it. And people that even aren't spiritual are going to love it because it's going to be entertaining. And so I had this big, like, I mean, I wasn't a writer that was so out of left field. I was like, but it was so strong, like the frequent, like it was already in my body, in my field. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I started to write this book. I call it like Eat, Pray, Love meets Harry Potter. And it's fiction. I use quotes when I say fiction. It's loosely based on my own story. And it's, it's, Everyone reads this book, like Victoria, you will read this book and you're going to be like, you wrote that about me. Like everyone sees themselves in Samantha, the, the main character, because she's on this journey of awakening, like the amount of DMs that I get, like you wrote this book about me is astounding because everyone sees themselves in her and then she travels and and she goes and and she has all these adventures she meets a shamanic astrologer in Sedona Arizona she's off in Croatia she has a love affair with this you know kayak guide that she met while she was trying to find herself like all of these things and meanwhile it's teaching people about how to meditate, how to do visualizations, how to learn to love yourself in this like fun and magical story. Now here's what's cool. So people read Girl Awaken and then they were like, they're in my inbox. Okay. How much of that is real and how much is fiction? I got to know. Well, guess what? In Quantum Vibes, this one is nonfiction. And so you get to see the parallel between them is quite fascinating because I talk about like the in the book and girl awaken it's the fictional fantastical version In quantum vibes it's like legitimately me. So I actually do talk about how in 2011 I went to Sedona Arizona um like on a trip and I saw a shamanic astrologer that planted seeds. He told me a prophecy that I was going to be a reno- re- renowned uh worldwide spiritual teacher. I have full body chills even as I'm telling this and it was laughable at the time. Like it was I I literally spit my green juice in his face. Like I was like, (laughs) this joker has lost it, but it was like, anyway, so it's kind of cool to get to see like, what's, what are the real truths? And then, you know, where's the, the imagine it's the magical realism in the book. So it's really fun too to actually kind of read them both and see the difference.
1: I love that. I love that. Now I'm like, well, I got to get that one too. I've got to i have both, obviously. Yes. <laughs> um, it sounds like Girl Awakened is like a modern day, like The Alchemist. Have you read The Alchemist? Yes, my exactly. Old- it's It might be my favorite book. That I've ever read is *The Alchemist*. If you're listening to this, also read that. Um, so it sounds like *I, Girl Awakened* is like right up my alley because it was, you know, it's about it's a story about you know this guy he's traveling and all the life lessons he learns along the way, and it does feel like you know it's about you. You're like, oh, I've been in that situation. I've had to make those choices, and like you're, you know, it's about making moral decisions and choices, and 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 following your gut and your heart and your intuition, and and that, so I'm I'm getting it right now. (laughs)
0: Yay! good. I
2: can't wait. And then also when I wrote that, like with the way that it moved through me, there is a frequency in both books, but especially in Girl Awaken, it activates your next level of consciousness of wherever you're going. Just from either listening to the book on Audible or reading it, you will feel an activation in your heart
1: and your soul. And that's one of my favorite parts about it. You feel an activation in your heart and your soul. I love that because I think inevitably there's going to be people who like you're listening to this and they're like, yeah, I've never had a download or been running and like had a full body, like stop, like, and then just know that this is my life's purpose. Like that sounds totally foreign and totally like inconceivable to probably a vast majority of people I would say out there. But, uh, I think that's why this work is so important because it's important to recognize that that can happen to any single one of us. Um, We just got to start opening ourselves up and peeling back the layers.
2: Yeah, and having the conversations like this, like listening to more conversations like this, diving into the books. And I think it's really important that you follow what your heart and soul, you know, someone gave me this advice early on and intuitive, she was like the books. So when you look at the cover and they like speak to you, like that's, that's your heart and soul saying like, yes, or a podcast that like you're listening to and you get a little tingly feeling, or even you just see the image of it or same with Instagram or social media. It's like you're, there's a little bit of a, you're drawn to something, right. follow that and then, and go deeper with it. And who knows, who knows what downloads or, or full body activations will be happening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who freaking knows? But like, welcome, all, welcome all, them all in, you know? Exactly, yeah. Um, I love that so much. And so beyond the books, beyond, you know, the TEDx talk that you've done, like you said, that's got so many downloads now and is like just taken off. Um, you do like leadership training for corporate America as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that and how you, you get into that and, and what exactly you teach in that, that space?
2: Yeah, so I always say, you know, I, It's so interesting because I work with I have corporate clients. I work with CEOs, execs, VPs. I work with lawyers, doctors, very successful coaches, brand new coaches that just want to like start you know making money and and be able to leave a corp their own corporate job or whatever it is. And so, it's interesting because most people can't dance in all those lanes. And and you know most business coaches will tell you to, to to get a niche. And in certain cases, that is that is great advice for me it just never worked and so I felt a calling we're so kindered.
1: yeah (laughs) niche down niche down niche down like nope I'm too multifaceted and I don't care what you tell me because I'm not going to do it it's hard sometimes right (laughs) now there are instances where it's
2: it's clear and it works and it's great and and for me that wasn't one of them it sounds like it wasn't for you either you know Mm -hmm. so my background was actually in medical device and um I have a, a big corporate background. I was I would do sales trainings. I would train so many people in in the different companies that I was in. I was working with with surgeons. I was working with C suite executives in the hospitals before, and so. I just kind of knew a lot of that stuff. And so when I had my awakening and I transitioned out and I started doing this, I'm like, I have a lot of skills that are still very relevant and it just happened organically. To be honest, once I had my TEDx out, people started seeing my TEDx and then messaging me, can you come in and, and do this thing? Like, what, what do you do with corporations? And I do, I can do leadership training, I can do sales training. I, what I've been doing a lot of the past couple of years is is Company culture expansion meaning really helping people come back to center because so many people you know everyone's been at home and there's the culture has really become dismal in a lot of different corporations and so I've been coming in bringing everyone back together g- helping create new visions teaching energetics I have um uh, an engineering company that's contracting me to, to, to teach on energetics and to do some different things. And so it's all been super organic and it's, it's so amazing. And I love it.
1: Wow. Absolutely incredible. Um, because anybody can learn this stuff, you know, like you're saying, doctors, lawyers, CEOs, like all it's not, you know, it's, it's, or, or every end of the spectrum is for everybody, you know, for everyone. And I I will say
2: this, that the people that are leaders, It's so it's so important because we all have we're not all meant to be, you know, on stage, even though many of us are. We're not all meant to to run our own companies. There's people that are meant to support. There's people that are meant to connect. And and this can be a mainstream conversation. And I'm living proof of it that I can write a book about a girl having an awakening and teaches about automatic writing and other crazy, interesting things and stand on the TEDx stage and have a talk about the same thing, but I just deliver it in a very different way. It's really just about energy and the energetics and that beginning piece of it. And I have never, never marketed that other than sharing it on my social media. It's all organic 2.5. Well, last time I checked, it's probably more than that now, but it was like 2.5 something million people and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. And so I, you know, there was a part of me when I first started, you know, when I was first awakening, I was scared to come out of the spiritual closet because I was not, I, I cared too much what other people thought. Then I got way over that. I didn't care. Obviously I was out, I was leading retreats, started hosting retreats and events in 2015. I was full out. Then as I started having corporate clients and different clients, I thought, do I need to button this up a little bit? And there were small tweaks that I made, but I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be fully me. And the people that are an energetic match for that, those are the right people I'm meant to serve. And if there's a corporation that has a problem with any of the other things, it's not the right fit, you know?
1: Right. Amen to that. And they don't, and they
2: love it. And you wouldn't believe the amount of people that are like, I mean, because I can walk in and shift the energy. I bring my sound bowls. I I was in a room of 15 male, very successful CEOs. And I brought my sound. I did a talk on leadership superpowers and really like, again, it's always very similar message. The energy is always the same. It's just the delivery is different but i was explaining to them why it like why it matters to recalibrate your nervous system and why the ener- the energy that you bring forth is going to actually really affect your bottom line and the 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 way that your people are going to work for you and the way that the culture is really going to come together is when you can meet personal development needs that most people don't even get met at home. And you can do that at work. You create a glue inside of a company that will, it, it, it's amazing the buoyancy that will be created and the success that comes from that. And then, you know, and I explain like the, the, the sound bowls and let's do a visualization and they're all in. And then at the end, you know, and these are men that weren't really open to it. And at the end of it, they're like... That was amazing. My wife tried to get me to do that three years ago and I just rolled my eyes, but like now I get it. This is amazing. You know? Wow, and so it's I love so it. fun to start, you know, it's fun with the people that are already in it and that, you know, they've flown on an airplane to come see me and they're like, they're ready. Like that's fun. That's a different energy. But then it's also fun for these conversations with the
1: people that their soul is ready for, but their mind wasn't, and now they are, you know? Wow. To open that up and to awaken that in someone is like truly priceless. I love yeah. That. So maybe me and you will go into Under Armour together and do something special. How about that? I love it. I would
2: love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Our
1: soul cycle. <laughs> yeah. Or that. Either one, girl. Or both. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So I will not take up too much more of your time, and I'm going to ask you one more, one last question, which is, what is the best piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Uh,
2: Gosh, I would, if I could get like, what age are we talking?
1: Any age you want.
2: I would go back to the high school version of me. And I would, I would tell her all that really matters is inside of your heart and your soul. And when you can align to what's inside of you, everything else outside will come into place. Dream. I want you to dream big. I want you to follow every desire in your heart and know that you're about to be on the wildest and most exciting ride of your life. Woo!
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. Suzanne, yes. you are so incredible. Thank you so much for being on. I so, so enjoyed this conversation.
2: Me too. I enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much. And then also for anyone that orders the books, I have some really special free free gifts that are like manifestation trainings and things like that. Is it okay if I share the link for that?
1: Yes, I would love to have that. We'll it's, put it in
2: the show notes. Okay, great. It's easy. It's SuzanneAdamsInc.com slash free dash
1: gift there you go suzanneadams.com slash free suzanneadamsinc.com ink <laughs> got it Yes. perfect um okay and i'll put that in the show notes as well perfect uh, i love it thank you so much for being on
2: Ah, oh, such a pleasure i love these conversations i'm so excited to connect with you and to learn more about you too and thank you so much for having me on i really appreciate it that is a
1: wrap for today's episode you guys suzanne is the real freaking deal. I love that, you know, she just had this like awakening moment where she was just like, okay, the life that I'm living right now is no longer working for me and I'm going to change that. And I think it's so important to have these conversations because I feel like we all need that as everyday human beings, we need that reminder that that you know, just because life has always been a certain way, doesn't mean life always has to be a certain way and if there's something that you want to change or something you want to do differently, you can. And you can change everything that you want to change um and so you know don't look at it as rah-rah or woo-woo because it's all rah-rah until it's real right so it's about that next evolution of your purpose and stepping into all that you're meant to be in this life unapologetically That's what today was all about. So I definitely would pick up both of her books. Uh, I would follow her on Instagram and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener on the very best self podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at very best self. You can follow me at Victoria Brown and make sure you leave us five stars and a review. We would love that. And that's a wrap for today. I will see you guys next week. Thanks so much.